Emerald with the same old fantasy football talk. Well, degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? And we are. And we are live. <laughs> lounge. As always, Mikey Mac on the mic. And via the Fancy Lounge hotline, the commish, Randy Hansen. And Randy, I do got a little pep in the step, a pep in the voice. Uh, Beat Ryan in the teats. It's like a weight's been lifted off my shoulder. Absolutely, Mike. It's good to have you back. Uh, the, the original duo is back. And for week 17, this is episode 21 of season 8, and it's good to have you, kid. I'm, I'm so glad that you, you found this like newfound glory in life um, to be back, because it was looking ultra grim for you, my guy, ultra grim. You know, no Dave this week, he's been sick, and then uh, they, they had a little uh, postponement of the holidays, so they're celebrating Christmas today. Here's my question. Um... You know, you're talking three days later. What's the cutoff on that, uh, on celebrating a holiday? You get a week? Well, uh, according to uh, uh, to Twitter, I heard that the original Christmas started like 12 days later. That the 12 days was from the the day of Christmas till 12 days to whatever that is, January whatever, is the original 12 days of Christmas. So that's what I heard. So maybe he's, maybe he's Old Testament. Old Testament Dave. You never know. Okay, so then I guess the buffer's 12 days then. But okay, that's fair. Um, so no Dave today, which is a bummer because you know Dave and you, you and Dave really deserve a lot of credit for keeping the lounge alive. Because let me tell you, you know it, it wasn't it, it wasn't looking too uh, promising uh, in terms of me getting back on the lounge after the season I had. Um, absolutely. I mean, shout out to the listeners first off to have to listen to me and Dave for multiple weeks, kind of carry this vessel that we call the Fancy Lounge. Um, it had to be a grim, a grim listen to. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, it's good. It's good to have everyone back. We got two weeks left. Uh, two podcasts left, you should say. After one after today, we'll sum up the rest of the season. But week seventeen, Mike. What's your first takeaway going into this week? Fantasy wise or NFL wise? Let's do NFL news. We always do NFL news, and we can we can pencil in a little bit of a little bit of both. I think the first thing we should probably talk about is I think the Bears, in the sense that it is very possible that they get the first overall pick. Um, yes, we were talking about that. I mean, all you need is the Texans to win one game, and then you you win on winning percentage. We'll have worse winning percentage because of that stupid tie they had. It is kind of almost insane to think about. Um, the Bears are full-on tank because I, it, there's no way they're that bad, right? They have to be tanking. Every foreseeable opportunity or person, option, I would say, every foreseeable option you have fantasy-wise is gone. 
I mean, Nico Collins is the only guy left. Um, Cooks came back last week, actually had a good week. But besides that, nothing. And, and I'll say this about Houston. You know, they played Kansas City really tough. They almost beat Kansas City. The week before that, they almost beat Dallas. So they were actually playing better football. And so, to me, that Colts game, I mean, that could easily be a win. I, that, that's going to be a pick I bet that's a pick Matt Ryan looked, at, besides blowing that Vikings game, and then that team looks terrible. Saturday, he said he's going to Foles again this week. I mean, I don't, I don't Fol- know. Foles look, I didn't know it was possible to start a podcast and then Keynes was sleeping this entire time and decides to sit right next to me so he could bark the entire time. But I didn't think it was possible. Foles is fucking terrible. And to think that they, when you look, go back and look at that and to think that they beat Tom Brady when Tom Brady, I think, passed for like four, like it was like 350 yards and like three TDs and they lost that game. It was just insane. talking about shaping up to be the biggest offseason in Chicago sports history. Honestly. In any sport. Maybe outside of like, I'm trying to think. Like a year maybe the Cubs spent a ton of money. But I mean, this potentially, with the first pick, with all the cap space, with the potential to trade down, like it could be the biggest offseason in a Chicago sport history. You, There's going to be a guy we'll talk about but we, there's got you got to make a splash of wide receiver, and I'm not talking like people are like, oh, Alan Lazard. I don't want an Alan Lazard. I don't want a Jacoby Myers. I want Hopkins. That's in a terrible dumpster fire of a team there. That's got to start selling some assets to get better. And I want Devontae Adams after this week's news about Derek Carr. Speaking, of, let's talk about Derek Carr. Officially benched, Jared Stidham in last two weeks. And you brought this up, and I'll give you a lot of credit. It's a little weird that like he's not going to be with the team for the next two weeks. Yeah, that's additional breaking news. I mean, first off, Carr's leading the league in interceptions at 14, plus the three he had on Sunday's terrible loss to the Steelers that always wind up 8-8. Eight and eight. They always wind up 500, which is crazy. But then today breaks. Carr's officially been set home for the remaining two games of the season. And then to caveat off of that, Adams tweets out, oh, no, he was in an interview and said, uh, no one is excited, especially since he's one of my good friends. He's one of the main reasons I came to Vegas. Trouble in paradise. And already, there was reports that, you know, like four or five weeks ago that they couldn't fire Josh McDaniel because they wouldn't be able to pay him. And a part of me probably thinks that since this didn't go well, they would love to get off of this Adams deal. And I know that it's weird, like, when you trade players in the NFL, like the dead cap and shit, but you would think that they would want to – they would want to get off that deal. They just the dead camp just means that they can't spend that type of money. They can't spend the money that his contract was, but they wouldn't have to pay him. So you would think that they would want to get off the dead cap. You think they would want to get off his cap hit? You would think. Yeah, I mean that team's absolute trash. They still have like they're not statistically eliminated from the playoffs, but that team's think terrible. How, think about how many bad losses they had though. Remember that Arizona game when they were up big and then the Arizona came back. I mean. And they had the one recently. Um, I can't think another bad one recently. That Pitts, um, that pick, that Pittsburgh one was absolutely insane. Um, the car one where he had like five yards or whatever. He put up a one. I forgot who they even played. It's like you. And the Rams, the Rams beat him. With, yeah, the Rams uh, with uh, Baker. They had terrible losses. You can sit there and say, you know what, you win those two games, we're feeling really good. But in fact, they didn't. 
Um, so that's an interesting thing to monitor. Another interesting situation is Miami all of a sudden in some trouble. At 8-7, and seven, now two is hurt. Teddy two gloves back. It's, it's like two, like, uh, is his brain going to be mushed by the time he retires? Here, Here's my thing. And, like, I think uh, Mike McDaniels is one of – has been one of the best offensive minds this season and one of the best coaches, like, schematically and just as a personality. But when he came out in postgame, he was like, we don't know, like, where, like, Tua got hurt or where he received that concussion. And then Twitter's on it right away. He got, like, he passed the ball and then he took a bad hit and smacked his head. I'm like, where's the training staff that is viewing this? Because after that point, he went and threw, like, two picks right away, two or three picks the rest of the game. Was a terrible pick where it was like he just threw it to the other team. Um, that's an interesting development because that playoff situation you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff going to uh, a, like a lot of like implications these last two weeks. So I mean, then I don't think they're guaranteed to get in, especially if they lose these last two weeks because they're eight seven. No way. Yeah, they're eight seven. So and that's interesting because three four weeks ago you're talking about Miami is like. People were talking about sneaky Super Bowl pick. They were talking about them coming back and maybe uh, taking the division from the Bills at that time. They lost four straight, I believe. Yep, that was four straight. Uh, uh, speaking of losing, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Your guy's finally gone. I mean, let's be honest. From the start, from the jump, it was an embarrassment. They started 2-1, and one, and I remember watching those games because I was watching Russell Wilson, and I remember thinking, like, this guy has no clue what they're doing. You knew it was something, like, it was terrible. Like, how can you respect the guy when they have to bring in, like, a game manager coach? Right when that happened, like, yeah, like week four, I was like, this guy has no shot. No, the writing on the wall was week was week one, when even Peyton on the, uh, the Manning cast was ripping him for that clock manager at the end of the game that they wind up not going for and kicking, like, a 64-yarder. But you don't trust Russell Wilson to get four yards when it's like fourth and four. And they drain like 35 seconds or something. That's when they brought in the game manager. Um, a lot of things on Twitter, too, is which is hysterical to me, when they had their ninth overall pick and they're like, oh, we got Russ. Like, let's look at our ninth pick. You know what I mean? Like, just that, like, that's like one of those moves that a lot of other teams were interested in it. But. Like, a lot of other teams would have made that play. And I wouldn't have been upset if the Bears made that play as well. So, it's almost like everyone dodged a bullet. And that's like a franchise killer for the next couple of years. How do you come – like, what? I don't understand what, what like, up and starting coach would want to go to that team, would want to take that leap after that dumps. The only good thing is they have a good D, but, I mean, like – I don't. I don't know, dude. You're going to be such hamtailed in in a conference when you have the Chargers and the Chiefs that are going to be there forever. Why even like put yourself in that situation? I'll say this. I'm about to sneeze on. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll say this. I, there's there's a legit argument. It's like Russell Wilson completely washed, and and if you, if that's the case. They are in trouble for the next three years because that contract, the amount of dead money in that contract, if they were to try and trade them or cut them, it's insane. Not to mention all the draft picks you got. All the draft picks you gave up. So the only thing I'll say is they did trade. It was kind of a smart decision to trade Bradley Chubb when they did because they got something back for him. 
and then they let Miami pay him, and it really hasn't been a difference for them. So uh, it, this next coach they hired, number one, they're going to have to – they got to pay Hackett for the next how many years? Three. Three I more. Think, it's going to be a big name. It has to be, right? Sean Payton probably. No, why would you, why would you ever want to do that? You, as, as much as I as I hate um, uh, Kyler Murray, I'd rather be with Kyler Murray than than Wilson. You're yeah. what? You're gonna come out of retirement for that? For Russ? I, oh, I, I think they got they got like my thing. I was thinking too, like you gotta get rid of Judy and, and Cortland Sutton, but it's like their offense is so bad already. Like, do you want to get rid of your weapons? Javante Williams comes back, that running game looks a lot better, whatever the case may be. It would hard, be hard-pressed to, to get rid of Judy, but I don't know. Sutton, to me, I thought him and Sutton, I thought Ruben Wilson and Sutton were going to be a lot more explosive. They just weren't. Their old line is terrible. Or, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, or Russ is just that bad because he takes so many sacks. I mean, again, 12, only 12 passing touchdowns, uh, nine picks. And here's another thing, too, and I mentioned this in the, like, the pre-season podcast. The guy just isn't rushing the ball anymore. Like he's not like two hundred and thirty yards rushing only. But he's uh, holding on the gonna... he's holding on the ball and taking terrible like a lot of those sacks last game, first off, put up a fifty burger Baker's put up a fifty burger on him. I was like out watching that game and then I turned it on and they were they're already down like twenty eight to zero. I'm like, what is going on here? That was huge because Ryan started Denver D and they got negative five, which was huge for me. Uh basically Almost sealed it, but um, that was huge. I couldn't believe it. Baker looked great. It, it, again, like that's how maybe how good McVay is. I still think when you think about Russell, you gotta give him one more year. Like, you're gonna give him one more. Uh, you gotta revamp that offensive line. So I would do everything I can to, to stack the offensive line, and then hopefully he looks better. But holy shit, it was a it was a dumpster throughout the whole year. The, hands down, the biggest disappointing appointment all like from any NFL team has to be the Denver Broncos. It has to be. I th- I think one one of maybe in hi- like the history, I don't know, dude. Like I I don't know. It's like shortly uh, short sighted um, because it's so fresh. But that was that's one of the worst. They were talking like a maybe Super Bowl team, like pr- parental like playoff push, like stuff like all like all the the preseason stuff were out of control. All the hype, like Russ was getting MVP like hype, a lot of it, like all that shit that fell off, like. I don't know how you come back from that as a franchise. I don't know how you just turn it around. And, and and the fact that like I think he's like kind of broken. I don't I, I don't think he's even like a real person anymore. Like the guy's so fake and like he's a persona now and I just don't think people want to play for him. The, 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 and the last thing we spent too much time on him. The last thing about which drove me absolutely nuts, there's, I'll say two things. Two things, the offensive linemen were fighting the backup quarterback, Rippon, on the sideline. That said, that Rippon went and said, hey, help Russ up. And they're like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, we can't stay in this, dude. And then two, two, I can't even think because Kane's in my ear fucking breathing. Um, no, two was one on, on the sideline when he was using the football to cover his mouth like he's a catcher for MLB. Like, like. You know the cameras are on, like he does everything because he knows the cameras are on him. That's what drives me nuts. That's like he's just a fake dude. He's just he's not a, like you say he's not a real person. Write him off the sunset. I want no part of any team he's ever a part of. Because he made Lockett, he made Lockett and Metcalf like 
kind of stink last year, and these guys are both top 20 wide receivers. It's a great point. That's a great point. And you have Geno Smith off the off the trash heap that's killing for him. Like, just stop, dude. You're you're done. He has his own parking space, his own private uh, office and stuff. Like, who does it? Like, who he thinks he's got? Like, he's Tom Brady. You're not. The, the last thing I'll say, and then we'll be done with it. Seattle looks like geniuses. They're the smartest guys in the room for making that trade. That team now is set up in position to be loaded for the next three to four years. Because Denver's going to have a tie. They're going to get Denver's pick uh, this year in the first round. They got they got studs everywhere. Walker's a stud. Rocket's going to be there. DK like that team's loaded, dude. And good for them. And their defense they they, they hit on their they hit on their uh, their defensive draft picks. So they're loaded. I'm I'm happy for them. I always like Pete Carroll. So speaking of people, I'm happy for. I think we got to be happy for Waldo McCarthy. Yep. Uh, Big two wins, happy for you, Mike, so you could be a part of the league. I think Ryan would be a more gracious teats. I know he's uh, he was supposed to be on the pod today, but um, he either fell asleep or just said fuck it at the end of it. Um, so, yeah, it's Waldo and Mr. McCarthy in the championship, probably the two best teams in the league, so it's good to see that, especially after such a letdown of some huge players in the, in the Final Four. Do you want to recap like the specific the two semifinal games, like how they got here? Um, I, I was just I was just looking at like Dave and McCarthy's matchup, and I know Dave was feeling really good after Burrow and Higgins kind of popped. He's kicking himself. Zay Jones and Thielen combined for a three seven. Well, I mean, like, how many times can you go back to the well with Zay Jones? Like, come, on, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I love you, Dave, but I don't feel bad for you there because Zay Jones had a two week stretch. In the playoffs where he went absolutely – no, was it – yeah, the week before and then the uh, the first round uh, division games where he went absolutely nuts. He's getting three touchdowns and shit. That, that's like relax on that. Um, yeah, Josh Jacobs with the six. I know he wanted – he regrets not playing Kamara, obviously. He put up a 19. It probably doesn't save him. He was he would switch him out with McKinnon and only gave him about six more points. Oh, oh, McCarthy's team showed up, even though Hopkins with the 1.4. I mean, Foreman was great. Kittle popped off, and then great start from Chargers defense. I mean, McCarthy pushing the right buttons. So, you know, Dave's obviously not happy about it. Flipping over to Waldo and Gallagher's game, I mean, I think Gallagher probably felt confident he was going to win this game. Yeah, I mean... Like, like I said, some of like noticeable players. I mean, even Stevenson for uh, for Waldo put up a three, but I mean, like Herbert putting up a six, Aaron Jones put up a five. These are top twenty guys all season, and you expect them to ball out when, when you need them the most. Yeah, and I mean, Diggs only with a four point six, and so that was on Saturday, right? No, that was Sunday. No, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so, put, yeah. I think yeah, Gallagher was feeling really good after that four point six, and then Waddle pops. And then CD pops, and that was kind of like a huge game changer. And then McCaffrey with a 13, Jones with a 5, Goddard with a 9. He just didn't get the production he needed. And then finally Herbert, who was kind of Jekyll and Hyde all year. If you're Gallagher, probably not what you hoped for uh, when you kept him. Uh, and he kind of just threw up another dud. So, 
Gallagher only put up what he put up a 106, and Stewart put up like a 108. So just kind of a, a couple duds from them. Yeah, I mean, like, but you kind of tip your hat when you're. I would rather be kind of beat, even though you did it to me last year. But if a guy puts up a 146 and you lose, you're like, dude, that's just not my day. You know what I mean? Like, instead of losing, like, a 118 to 106, and you're just, like, Jesus, killing yourself. But, it, like, we're getting blown out like that. It's not too much to hang your hat on, but it's not, like, end-all, be-all. If It would be some something of a closer game. Um, other noticeable guys, like, top fantasy guys that didn't put up dick. I think Jacobs might be gone, too. He's like, I'm sick of it here. Jacobs put up a 6. Fields put up a 13. After his first drive, I thought Fields was going to kill the Bills. And then he wound up doing nothing. He wasn't rushing the ball whatsoever. Um, but some noticeable, like, pop-offs that just, like, just kill me fantasy-wise is, like, Cam Akers last two weeks is RB2. Put up, like, a 35 last game. Like, Jesus Christ. Tight ends popped up. That Zelstra dude from Detroit had three TDs. Hawkinson killed with a 30-something. Higby with a 30-something. Like, and then playoff Lenny. Kittle pops. Kittle pops. Yeah. And then, and then uh, playoff Lenny came back to have a 25.5. He hasn't had a week over 15, uh, over 14 points, I, I take that back, since week five. And these are guys that have played against another leagues that, like, just, like, you just, that's when you just want to kill, like, that's like the fantasy gods just hate you. You know what I mean? Like, all year these guys haven't done anything. Cam Akers is put, someone has to, like, stream a Cam Akers and puts up a 35 on you, especially after the draft I had with them. It's like, where, Go kill yourself. Where have you been? Uh, no, I just, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take a little bit of a victory lap, but Ryan, don't, don't. I don't want Ryan to be upset by this because I got lucky. I should have probably won this matchup, but I am gonna take. Uh, I, I'm gonna pat myself on the back for one second here. Isaiah Hodgkins start. Twenty-two point nine. What do you think about it? That's that's out of that's out of control. Like, <laughs> Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, start eleven point six, score a touchdown. I mean, two kind of just last second starts, and of course I didn't start Pacheco. I wanna, but, you know, but I started Deion Jackson, and that was that yeah. Was Deion fun. Jackson might be off that team next year. He was fighting with Saturday in the I, locker room. What made no sense? Why doesn't play? Well, he was I asking like, how is I don't. It's one of those things like. It's the worst time of the year right now, especially these last two weeks, is like teams that are really out of it. If you're trusting teams that are really out of it when they're trying to get a bunch of different people in to see what they have on film and what they have on their team going next year, it's like these guys can't be reliable. Yes. P- Pittsburgh D, what a start by you, kid. That's that's what was the game. Yeah, but I had Rams D on the bench. So that was like a 35. So, But anyway, it was a good start, though. It was a good start. 20. Um, so, you know, again, I, I, I would say that I didn't necessarily win this. I think Ryan's team lost it. I mean, he got a combined 16, uh, about 17 points from his receivers. Um, Brady only with the 14. Najoku could not catch a ball. I watched that get a lot of that game. I oh, my God, it was and, terrible. I had Najoku and a bunch of props. Yeah, and, and the ball just was hanging off his arms because how cold it was. And then the Denver D, negative five, was just... And then I kind of caught a break with Derrick Henry, only putting up an 18 against Houston. And he broke, like, a 47-yard touchdown run. I'm like, here we go. It was, like, in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, jeez. I know. Both, both, yeah, both his running backs went off, and he still lost, which is. Yeah, but I thought, I thought Henry was poised for, like, a 30-point day. He only put up an 18. So I got lucky there. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to the fancy guys that they uh, spared me. 
the teats. Uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I know. You're kind of like feeling yourself, dude. You dropped the 117. That's not getting crazy, cuz. <laughs> Hey, I do, I do got to give a shout out to two people that I talk shit about a lot this year, especially at the end of the year when I needed a bunch of them. Um, Late and Andy won during both two game winning streaks, and they're well, my thing with like Lace team, and I was that's why I wasn't upset that he beat me last week. Lace team's just it's good. Like he's got a good team, and he kind of ran into some bad luck, get some injury shit. Um, like Lace team is not bad at all, and then Andy's team is you know. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like now it's <laughs> it's it's Leighton uh, and Andy playing for the seventh and eighth spot, which is insane. Yeah. I know. Go for that. Um, you know what we should start doing? And uh, let's let's pose this. And I'll, I'll bring this up right now. I think our league should move to the NFL playoff format, where seven teams make the playoffs, and only the first seed gets the bye. You can't do it on Yahoo. I've oh, I've scoured. I change that though I wonder if they change it they might but I think that'd be interesting add another playoff spot I would have to think how would that go so like the first round yeah so six teams would play so there'd be three left yeah it would work in the final two plays seven and yeah in the, uh, and, yeah, in the fi- yeah in the final five, yeah in the final four would yeah it would it'd be down to four teams it's something to think about it'd be it, tell me it wouldn't make the, the league way crazier it would. And then I, guess you, I guess what you would do then is that for the consolation, you would have 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You had 15, obviously, 15 is the consolation. 8 gets the bye. And then there's four teams fighting. Oh, God. Four teams fighting. You really don't have a consolation bracket, I guess. Something hopefully they could change, we could look at. I would like to do a, Survi- I would like to do a Survivor League with our, with our league next year. I already wrote that down as something to talk about at the draft. Uh, people could put in for like twenty bucks or whatever, and the winner that that'd probably be done by like week four or five. You could start it back up. Okay, uh, something to think about. It. Maybe the people that are listening, maybe they could weigh in, you know, and give us their thoughts on that. Um, you want to go to March payment or anything else you want to talk about? Um, I would like to kind of break down the championship. Um, oh, duh, duh. Championship in the third place game, Mike. If that's okay with you. Yeah, um, I'll I'll rattle it off. As of right now, this has actually got a lot of implications for our league. Uh, Matt and Dave could tie me for both of them for most third-place finishes all time, either one if they win. So, um, Steuben's rolling out right now, and this is for money. you got to think about it. It's for money. There's nothing like being in the Final Four and losing two games in a row, and you did all that, and you don't get any money. you got to think of that as well. Um, Dave's roll, rolling out Joe Burrow, Higgins, DJ Shark, Cortland Sutton, uh, McKinnon, Jacobs, Andrews, Patterson, the kicker for Jacksonville, and Philly D versus New Orleans. Dave's projected a 130 right now. Um, then Gallagher's projected a 143.79. He's putting out Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jefferson, that's trying to go for the 2,000 yard receiving record. Um, Judy, Juju Smith-Schuster, McCaffrey, Cam Akers. It looks like he's getting the start for uh, Mr. Gallagher. Goddard, Bagley, and uh, New York Jets D. I will say this. 
kind of I dropped Lawrence because I, uh, I I wanted to pick up Rams D. I forgot why I dropped Lawrence, but I had him and I dropped him. He started him. I kind of feel a little bad about that that I dropped him. I probably shouldn't have. Um, when did you drop him? And so that's kind of a ballsy decision to to just start Lawrence. No, if you got Herbert over Herbert against the Rams, I ooh. And that's starting Jones, too. I mean, I, I agree with the Jones not start, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Here's my thing. Uh, I don't know. Like, does Shark have a good game after he had, like, a decent game? I, to me, it's just – and that's been Dave's, you know, issue all year is, like, his receivers. And, like, do you feel confident that Shark and Sutton are going to perform at all? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how – like, if you were to – Ask a confidence meter, like I, I might say, like a four out of ten that they, I feel feel good about starting both of them. But that's kind of the situation he's been in all year. And you kind of hate that Higgins got a TD last week too. Um, and against Buffalo, it's a tough matchup. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think statistically, I think I heard today statistically that's like the best two teams that ever played on Monday night and uh, overall records in NFL history. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's what are they? Two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That seems weird because like, Buffalo's got three losses and doesn't Cincinnati have four? Yeah, four. That's kind of surprising. You would think there would there would be a time on Monday night where like a a two like a two loss team and a one loss team met up. Well, you, you have to also think how late it is in the season. You got a a two loss team to four loss team with all those wins. It's yeah, true. Um, on paper, like I think Gallagher's team on paper might be the best team in the league. Um, but I, I'd probably go Lumley and Gallagher. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson, the guy just can't be stopped. He just can't be stopped. He's the he's one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen. He, he could do he could do everything. Everything. And so I I just think there's too many question marks with Dave. Um, that's why I'm leaning uh, Gallagher. Giants against Indy is nice too. I don't know. Now, what is, if third place, I'm going. Ga- I'm going Gallagher as well. So now, if Gallagher wins, all right? Who who gets to pick the divisions next year? Is whoever wins this game gets to pick? Yeah. The divi- yep. No top three. So this matters. Who gets to who gets to pick divisions? Correct. Oh, okay. All right. It's been like that. It's been like that since this is year eighteen. It's been like this yeah, for a long time. Oh, I know, dude. Um, and it sounds like Tyler Lockett's back for him as well, which is... Yeah. Huge. That's huge. Well, he hasn't officially so, practiced, but let me let me run down uh, the chubby chasers. Um, McCarthy's going, Allen, Chase, you fucking hate that on Monday night, dude. Waldo's going to be sweating Monday. Uh, Hopkins, after a dreadful last game. Um, he's got Robinson in the lineup right now. Chubb, Foreman, George Kittle has been like second coming of fucking Jesus. Bass and uh, Chargers D. <coughs> Excuse me. Against Prescott, Diggs, Lamb, Waddle. Waddle now with Teddy Two Gloves. That's kind of, we don't know what that's going to be. Ronjay Stevenson after a terrible game last week. Etienne Waller with uh, who, 
with Stutham, Stidham, Carlson, and Buffalo D at Cincinnati. Now, here's my thing. You would think Hopkins has to be, I mean, he has to be better than he was last week, right? There, I mean, there, there was, so Hopkins has some record for like one catch in every game he's played in, and it was like getting close to I not know. even being close. And he had like, what do you have? I think he only had like five targets or something. Um, that changes. No, he had ten targets for one catch. That shows how terrible that team is. Uh, My thing is, though, on the, on the flip side, Diggs also had a terrible game last week. Like, he has to pop. Like, you know he's going to pop. It's going to be close, man. I, I, like, it's going to be close, man. This, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, these both these teams are loaded. Loaded. I kind of like the way the matchup is going. Like, you're going to know a lot by Thursday night. You, like, Prescott and Lamb, you're hoping to God, like, they're under 40. If they they go under 40, like, you're McCarthy, you're feeling amazing. But I just, like, the the way, like, it matches up, like, Diggs is going to pretty much negate everything Allen does. Ah, fuck, Chase is, Chase, I think Chase is the question mark for me. It comes... Well, I mean, here's the two. He's got Foreman against a, a really tough Tampa defense, a run defense. That that would be a little interesting. Chubb also, I mean, against at Washington. Washington's got a lot to play for. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a little worried about his running backs. Like you said, Stevenson, bounce back. And you would think Stevenson has a bounce back. ETN at Houston, not a notoriously good uh, pass defense. I'm giving the slight edge to Waldo here just because I like the matchups. Yeah, I mean – Houston's been giving up some fucking numbers against running backs. That's the problem. So I think it comes down to the matchup with Etienne and Foreman. I, I don't think Waller does dick, dude. I'm I'm serious. If I'm if I'm McCarthy, I'm I, I'm serious. Like uh, I'm thinking about starting Dallas defense against Houston or against Tennessee. No, he's, he's right now. He's got the Chargers against the Rams. Uh, to me, Dallas would be a no brainer. I think, and it's a mu- and it's a must win from after last week. I mean, t- to me, like, and Willis is still there, right? Derrick Henry's not playing. To me, that's a that's a no brainer. You got this. You have to start Dallas D. Uh, Chargers been the last four weeks have been their defense thirteen six, thirteen thirty one, seven sacks last week. Jesus Christ! I, I'm telling you, to me, Dallas is the play. It's always it's always the play. I, I. And Tennessee with, with no Henry? I think so. I know. I, I would I would like it everything else if it wasn't Thursday night. I, 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 I got I got to start. Here's another thing, too. I, 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 it would be a ballsy, a ballsy decision, and he can't really do it. But I feel something. I, I don't know if I like this play. Chubb has not been good over the past four weeks. 8, 8, 9, 11. Is there, any, is there any consideration of, of Sin Chubb? He really has no other option. No, no, he has no one. Um, Los Angeles has given up the third most passing yards to the defenses, though. I mean, Rams have given up an 18 to Green Bay, besides the Denver game, 18 to Green Bay, 12 to Vegas, 14 to Seattle, 17 to KC, 10 to New Orleans, 13 to Arizona, 13 to Tampa Bay. Like, they've only went twice, where uh, three times where a uh, team has scored 
single digits. Six and six for San Francisco and Arizona in week three, and then San Francisco in week six, and then don't even count that what that Denver enigma last week. I, yeah, I don't know. I I feel I feel you. I feel you on that, but I think it's. I think it's a, that's that's where you make the money. That's that's why they're in the championship because they have to make that decision. You know what I mean? Thank God, thank God, us two lo- losers do not. Oh, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit because you know I might be a loser this year, but I think we all know what happened last year. Okay, the, that, uh, that's a good caveat. That's a good caveat. Who, what would be better for the league as, as a winner? I actually had this conversation with Lath a couple days ago. And I'll, let's, let's talk about this. McCarthy, first-time winner, I was talking to Lath. He's like, that would kind of suck because then he's won one before me. And then I was like, if Waldo wins, that's two or three years. We would never hear the end of it. I know. That's, I, I told Lath the same thing. I, I said, McCarthy just drafted well, set it and forget it. And then it just shows that fantasy is just fucking – it's just random. That's all I can say. It's just, it's just absolutely random. There's no ifs, ands about it. I do all this research, all this time doing podcast for what? When McCarthy said it and he's like asking me like, hey, I didn't even look at any of the games today. I, I guarantee the kid won't even watch. He'll be... I mean, I, here's the thing. If, he, he's, probably in a, uh, he's probably in a better mental state than us because he doesn't even have to like live and diet. Without a doubt. And I'll say this. If Waldo wins it this year, like you, two or three years, you have to be talking potential dynasty. Oh, God. The D word? The D word? Here's the thing. If he comes out next year and, 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 and makes it to the Final Four, I think you have – because right now it's the Simo Dallas dynasty from the mid-2015, the 20-whatever range that was. If you're talking dynasties, there's really only been one, and that's Simo. Simo is a dynasty. Waldo, if he wins this 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 one right here, and the next year has a good showing where he's could win another one, you have to talk dynasty. It's just a fact. Um, I'm I'm bringing up all time records because I have to right now, dude. I just I just have to. It don't matter. All time records don't matter. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm saying in general for Waldo. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. and you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta put the respect on him. If he wins at this, if he wins, if he wins this year, now you now you're talking dynasty. Yeah, Waldo was in in the top three the last two years, three years. Four years, five? No, he won it. He won it two yeah, years ago. Yeah, I mean, he won in 2020, but he wasn't even in the top. He oh, was... he won in 2020? Yeah. Oh, so this is technically 2022, duh. Yeah. Okay. And also, totally forgot, um, this is a, a rematch of the 2020 championship between Waldo and McCarthy. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and Gallagher took third that year. Uh-oh. Does that mean what? Just kick me in the dick, dude. <laughs> I just say. I, and it, it also, if Gallagher wins third, it'll be his fourth third place title in five years. Wow. I know, and he he he's he's rivaling me when I went third place. Third place. I went I went third place. 
Then I took like eighth, then two thirds in a row in a second. So that would be. Who would you win the championship to? Who? You already know. Seamoss. Yeah, of course uh, I did. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, holy shit. I mean, that's that's tough. That's tough for your gallery. That's tough for you to be that close and not win it. It's, it's just like another year down, just another <laughs> another year. Another year I'm going to have to do all this research, all this shit again to do what? <laughs> you know what next week we should probably do? We should probably go over like keepers. Not keepers. We should probably just like rank the, the, the potential keepers in our league if we're going to do one next week. Yeah, we could do that, Mike. Um, no, we got we to gotta get to the mortgage payment in. The, the record lately has been impressive, and I'm glad we're starting to keep track of it because I think that's important. Because I like with Barstool, I like to see their records because some of these guys like cannot pick a winner. Oh, like, dude! The, the pickup stuff and then the, the, their football show, like a lot of times they're under five hundred. Like you're talking about like fifty four and sixty. So you're nineteen, fourteen, and one in the last eleven weeks. Which tip your tip your hat. Correct. Um, last week, just a little recap, Mike, give you a little mortgage payment recap. When I said, uh, the milk and cookies one plus five at Philly, I told you I loved it. What straight out winner. The only one I lost was cause fields didn't rush the ball at all, but it was minus six and a half and over 30 and a half points for the bills, but fields didn't rush the ball. Nothing. For, what do you rush the ball for 11 yards or something stupid, but the chargers bucks and bills parlay hit. So we're looking good there. Moving on this week, we got a car payment. Um, let's actually do a Thursday preview. Um, you said Henry's not playing. That's what people said, right? I didn't hear that. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. I think like Schefter tweeted out today. Hold on. I'm looking at Twitter right now. Um, oh, yeah. Burning back Jerry Henry on Will or not play on Thursday night. Uh, I swear to God, I saw a tweet. Oh, back in practice. Maybe, maybe. in addition to listen, Schefter, in addition to listing Derrick Henry is doubtful for Thursday, these players have also been ruled out, so he's doubtful. Okay. Then this this changes my bet. Um, but we could... But, no. I think Elon's he's is he shadow banned in Mike Trotta? It's, it's ridiculous. Is it I the it, it might be the bull the Bulls tweets that put you in timeout, kid. I can't see your your direct messages, which has totally killed our relationship. It's really it's really hampered our relationship. <laughs> no, seriously. That, that's how we communicate a lot. I yeah, can't see that's your, true. I can't see your, your DMs. It's very frustrating. I, I, and again, a lot of the stuff that trends now for me, like it, I don't understand it. It's not making sense. Like, give me all basketball, football, and that's it. 
Like, I don't want to see anything else. I get, I get this random bullshit that's got a thousand tweets. It's trending on my, my mention things. It's ridiculous. Figure it out, dude. You, it's ridiculous. That's I, all I'll say. All right. That being said, we're, there's a preview for me. Um, if Henry's out, we'll take him out. And I would like to add in then C.D. Lamb. Anytime touchdown. Zeke, anytime touchdown. Dallas minus one, one and a half. Comes out to plus 310. So I would imagine that if Henry is out, the, the, you get better odds for CD, but it, it'll be it'll be comparable to that. I like that for plus three ten. Um, car payment. I like Denver under twenty two and a half points. They've been averaging under eighteen this entire season. I like KC minus three and a half and over thirty five and a half points comes out to a pick'em. I like that as well. And last but not least, the mortgage payment. I like Lions over Bears. Giants over Colts, Dallas over Titans comes out to plus one thirty three. How do you feel about that, Mikey? I do like it. Here's my thing: you put a lot of a lot of stock on the, the Thursday night game. Like you, you think about considering taking out like that mortgage payment, taking out Dallas Titans, and putting something else on Sunday. Just a thought. No, uh, that's on, that's a must win for Dallas. That's a must win. That's like that's like a Jerry Jones stupid comment at the end of the game if they lose the Titans. And you would think, yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, I like it. Like who who was the quarterback at the beginning of the season that played for Dak when he was hurt? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. That's like almost like they're talking like, hey, do we need Cooper Rush back in? Like kind of just some stupid shit out of them. Skip Bayless will tweet out like Cooper Rush would have threw that. Yeah, something shit. crazy. I know Tony Pollard's banged up. He is traveling, so he might not play. So that's, I like that even better for that's Zeke. So you gotta trust him. Yeah, trust me. I'll say this: Ryan had a nice little like uh, parlay that he put in last week. I forgot what Ryan's it was. Been hot, I think. I forgot what it was. But Ryan's been hot. Channel's been hot. Um, Dave's been sneaky, like getting really close again to hit another big parlay. He almost had one with the Jackson one. He and Deion Jackson to score. Uh, hey, so. People in the league are, 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 are making some noise in, the, in, in gambling, in the gambling sector. That's all that matters at the end of the day, Mike. Um, yeah, dude, I mean, we're 46 minutes in. Um, week 17 championship. Uh, I, what I was going to do, but it's kind of late right now. It's 10.50 on a Wednesday. Um, I wanted to call late, I mean, not late, uh, Waldo. And McCarthy, and see whoever actually answered probably is going to wind up being the winner. But we know that Waldo's got a kid on the way, and McCarthy has kids already. So I, 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 I my better judgment and out of my heart for them, I, I didn't want to put that on them. You know what I mean? Hey, it's a responsible decision you made, and uh, I'm sure when they listen, to this, they'll respect it. Um, other than that, Mike, you have anything to add? Um, any big plans for New Year's? No, I, I'm, I'm really uh, right now in the process of rewatching Curb, and so um, I'm in season four right now. So I've gone through about 35 episodes in about four days. So that's kind of the uh, it's kind of the, the big thing on the agenda is just rewatching Curb. So that's what I've been doing. I think Channel was talking about going out tomorrow, having some drinks, playing some. Um, uh, what's what's the golf game? Golden Tee. And I'm glad you brought that up. Golden Tee. Oh, Mikey. And, and I'll say this. I'll say this. I hold in one. I had a hold in one. Golden Tate. Maybe the best moment of my life. 
up to this point. I hold in one, and I felt that at that moment, I felt something change in my life. Like, things were getting better. Because it was, let's just say this, the plane was going down, it was about to crash. Just put it that way. And it was against Ryan, too. It was against Ryan. Hole in one against Ryan. And it was a Saturday. It was on Saturday. Or was it Saturday? Or Friday. Friday. It was Friday. It was Friday. Going into the game Saturday where a lot of my guys were playing, I just I felt like a sense of relief after I hit that hole in one. And then I ended up winning. And I'll just say this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that, that hole in one changed my life in Golden Tee, but I'm not gonna rule it out. Oh, okay. For sure, for sure. Um yep, we got the Purdue's playing tomorrow as well as uh, the Thursday night game. Hopefully a bunch of us kind of can get out and watch it. Other than that, I would like to go out for New Year's Eve during the day to watch Michigan somewhere. That's tomorrow? No, it's not. No. It's Saturday. Okay. Yeah, it's on New Year's it. Eve. They play at 3, and then the Georgia-Ohio State game is at 7 after that. And that's Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve. So a lot of good, fo- lot of good football this weekend. What? Any UFC fights on Saturday? I don't know if they do that with – the uh, the final four games. Fair enough. All right. Well, hey, it's great to be back. Felt good being back. Felt right being back. Uh, missed Dave this week. Hopefully next week he, he will get back on the pot because, uh, you know. Hopefully there will be a little money money in his pocket for taking third. Maybe. And he'll be he'll be excited about that. So uh, it's great to be back. And remember, it's never too late. Come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all. Good night, y'all. And good luck.